Hello, and welcome to Conversations Worth Your While, a show in which I chat with really cool people about interesting topics to spark, inspire, and motivate personal and professional change. And today's topic is how to land your next job. This conversation is worth your while if you want to make a career transition or a job transition, but the thought of even starting fills you with dread. And if you filed hundreds of online applications, but you've gotten no invitations for an interview. And you know that your time is important and you really want to create the life and the career that fits you. And you know you're going to probably make multiple career transitions throughout your life. So if you can find the most effective and efficient process to land the job that you want, that's going to be a really important skill to have. So today we're going to cover um, why the efforts that you've already expended to land a job are leaving you stressed out and why they're not working. And we're going to share with you how to effectively market yourself and land those interviews so that you can create the life and career that you want. Let's start with some introductions. I'm Linda Booker, and I believe that each of us has a special, unique gift to share with the world and that you are here to make big, beautiful ripples that only you can make. And my gift and my purpose lies in synthesizing my experience, skills, and talents to coach, lead, mentor, and teach. And I love to work with smart, passionate people who are excited about sharing their gifts and making a difference. And I, so I just love to help these change makers to discover their path, to balance their life, and to align their energy and directions with their gifts. And today, my guest has done exactly those things. She is sharing her gifts with the world in a very beautiful way. I am joined today by Anne Irene Ryan, and she is the founder and chief career coach of Anne Ryan Consulting. Anne helps people to feel confident in their value, in their skills, in their abilities. She helps them to, to land those that impossible job. And she ultimately helps them to create the life and career that they want. So Anne, thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to have you as my guest. Linda, thank you for inviting me. I'm excited to be here as well. All right. Can you just share a little bit more about what you do and who you do it for? Sure. So I got my start actually when I was in tech. I was in tech for about 20 years and I was a hiring manager for a few years and I would read thousands of resumes and I've interviewed hundreds of people. And I kept kind of wondering if there were some really great candidates just stuck with a bad resume. They just didn't know how to write an effective resume. And so I decided to do something about it and started to give workshops on resumes. Um, I did this for a few years and then um, a strange thing started to happen. I got cold calls from friends of friends asking for help with their resume. And so I would give them about half an hour to an hour over Zoom or on the phone and just help them out. Um, but when in 2020 hit, um, I just realized that this is what I wanted to be doing full time. So right now I work one-on-one -on -one with clients, mostly women in tech, but I've helped uh, med students, PhD candidates, attorneys, accountants, finance folks, uh, marketing you know, CMOs. Uh, with their resumes and with their job search. And I'm also now starting to get back into workshops. And so I speak primarily to nonprofits, women's professional organizations, and colleges, um, and to teach people how to write a resume, create a LinkedIn profile, do you know what I mean? Like figure out their personal brand, um, create a job search strategy, and practice interviewing. And I just think it is the most fun job in the world. And someone asked me, um, what's your ideal job one day? And I said, the one I created. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. That's perfect. Oh, I love it. You're probably making such amazing, beautiful ripples with all of your clients. And when, you know, people are in the right job and they're 
loving it and they feel good about their job, their life, their career, then they're mm. better. You know, they just end up being better for the people around them. Cause we, you know, are the people that we care about deserve our best self. Right. So mm. it's a really beautiful, important thing. So this is awesome. I'm so excited to speak with you today about our topic. So let's start with the, you know, what your clients are experiencing. So, you know, they want a job, they want to change jobs or they want to even change careers, but they don't know where to start. Just the idea of like, I don't know how. And so now they're all stressed out and dread it. They dread it. And also maybe they've already started um, going online. You know, I hear all these radio commercials, like, you know, post your resume on indeed.com or whatever, you know, and they've started going in line and they're posting all over the place, but nothing's happening. So, you know, what, tell me more about these pain points that the, that your clients are experiencing and, and probably our audience or else they wouldn't be listening to this. Sure. Yeah. So I think just the thought of making a job or a career transition oftentimes fills people with a sense of dread because they're like, oh, I have to update my resume. I have to start sending out applications. I have to do interviewing, you know, and sometimes the thought of finding another job seems like another full-time job, right? <laughs> so I, I get that a lot from folks who are just like, it's just not fun for me. You know, I don't want to do it. So the result is if you feel so much dread, even making the first step that you probably won't even do anything for a while. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's not good, especially if you're in a role that you don't want to be doing any longer. Right. Or you feel stagnant or you feel like you want to do something else. Right. It's just kind of, you have to take that first step. And what I normally see people take, and I'm sorry if you hear my doorbell, <laughs> but it just rang, <laughs> we'll keep going. Um, uh, I know <laughs> apartment living. Um, what I normally find is when people do decide to take that first step, they choose the path of least resistance. Um, and that's what they're kind of told by other people that they should do. So a lot of times they'll update their resume a little bit, right. And then start applying online. And I've had clients apply anywhere to 300 to 450 applications wow. and receive no interview invitations. And that's a lot because that takes a lot of time to apply, to find and apply to all those roles, mm -hmm. right? So the two things I see is like, one, you don't start because you're just filled with dread at the concept or the thought of trying to find a new job, or you've taken a first step um, and you've applied to a lot of applications, but you're not getting any interviews yet. So those are typically the two, the two scenarios that I see most often. Right. And what happens then when you you're getting discouraged, right? You're applying, nothing's happening. You're getting all stressed out because maybe you're like, you, you don't have a job or, you know, you just can't stay in this job any longer. Or even if it's a, a contract job and it's ending and you're like, you're stressed out because you know, you need money. Um, and you know, and you, you get into this this yuck place. And what I was alluding to earlier is this yucky place really affects your, it affects your self-worth. <laughs> and yeah. then you get kind of down on yourself. Like nothing's happening. Is it me? Maybe my skills are worthless. Maybe, you know, maybe I just don't know how to do this. Right. And so I don't, you know, so it makes me feel like not enough because everybody's got that little, I'm not enough belief in them to some extent. Um, and when, what you're trying to do, you start out like, okay, at least I'm going to try, I'm doing something, I'm in action. Mm -hmm. And then when it's not working, then it starts to take its toll on your self-esteem, on your perception of your self-worth. And it can really send some people to a pretty, 
you know, dismal place. And from that dismal place, we cannot even be our best selves at the job that we have with the family around us or our, with our friends. So a lot of times when I work with my, my clients, my, the clients I work with would be upstream of your clients. Like they don't have mm-hmm. any clue what they want to do next. They just know not this thing that I'm doing right now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's not this, that, that I'm damn sure of. Right. So mm-hmm. for those people, when I'm working with them, they, you know, part of the thing we've got to do is, is help them to understand that it's, there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> it's, there's not, there's not, you're, it's not that you're not enough. Um, and you know, your skills and talents and your gifts, which we have to discover, cause I mentioned, that's what I help people do is get their gifts out of the world. They don't know their gifts half the time. Right. So it's really hard to be moving forward if you don't even know those answers. So even if, you know, you could, you're putting some things out there, if you don't know these answers, it's really, you're, you're kind of going in the wrong direction. And I do think that if you're going in the wrong direction, you know, there's a part of you that already knows that (laughs) and you're really kind of wasting your time and it can really get you into this spiral. So let's move on to talking about why with your clients, like why is it not working, right? Why are they not successful landing interviews? Um, What's, what's wrong? What's happening here? Well, the common, the number one common mistake that I see is that people start the job search process in the middle when they actually should start in the beginning. And so it only takes a couple of hours to start in the beginning versus the middle, but you'll save so much more time later on. So instead of just updating your resume really quickly and casting a very wide net and applying to any job that remotely sounds interesting to you, right? um, I just want to make the statement that only 10% of job applicants find a job through online applications. That's a true number. 10% find a job. Yeah. Only 10%. Yeah. So, so 10%. If you're putting all your yeah. efforts into something that you're only going to get 10% chance of getting a job. Like, I'm like, I don't want to put my efforts into that. Like, that to me, that's not a big enough return on my investment of my time. I want an ROI on my time, right? Um, right. I'm going to spend hours doing something, whatever it is. And I know you're going to tell us what it is in part three of our conversation today. But if I'm going to spend hours, I don't want a 10% chance of it working. No, that is not good enough for me. I want a much higher percent of chance it's going to be working. That's a fabulous, fabulous statistic for our audience to know. Yeah, 10% of applicants find a job through applying online. Um, So I always advise folks when you're going through your job search strategy and you're starting to look for something new, you want to spend 10% of your time doing that. That's it because you have a 10% success rate. And 50 to 80% of people find jobs through networking. Wow. And so that is your best bet to find a new job. So that's just why it might not be working if you've started with the resume and just casting a really wide net, because actually you're starting in the middle, but you're also using a, a very like low effective way mm. to find a job. So starting the beginning means that you have to figure out what your brand is, what you bring to the table. Right. And I think what happens when you've applied a lot, your confidence starts to really plummet. And you start to not understand your value. And I have this strong, strong belief. And I've seen this with every single one of my clients who I've coached. People are more awesome than they think they are. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they really are. And a lot of times what I do with clients is we'll talk. Oh, I knocked over the microphone. I was so excited. Uh, We'll talk through their whole career. 
And we start to find these really interesting little nuggets and interesting things that they've done that they didn't even realize and like skills that they have and experience that they have and the value that they bring to the table. And so I think what's important is to take some time, think about all those things that you've done, figure out your brand, right? Um, And then use your brand to market yourself to where you want to go. That's, and so I think the number one thing is start in the beginning, not the middle. Right, exactly. And it is, it's a very similar process. Like when I'm helping people find their wow before they decide what mm-hmm. their next job is that they want to look for. Um, it's a discovery process. And I take, I do the same thing. I take them back through stuff that help them see it a different way, help them see their history through a different way. Um, so mm-hmm. they can find what's unique about them um, and what's amazing about them in the same way that you're doing it. Cause I know I've worked with people who've been like, well, I'm an attorney in a, in a litigation, um, company and litigiousness just rubs me the wrong way. Like I just feel yucky to be in contention all the time. All my, we're always in contention. There's always a fights and we're helping fight the good fight on one side, but someone's fighting his back. She's like, I don't want to be in a fight anymore, but what else can I do? This is all I've ever done. I don't have any skills you know, that could do something else. And I'm like, well, put a pin in that. Let's go backwards. And, you know, we, we start with, um, like I, I actually gave my client who's coming today, some homework to do to, um, for today's session to bring back to me. It's for every job you've ever have had, I don't care what you hated about it, but I want to know what you loved about it. Even if it was water cooler talk, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I only want to know what you loved about it because this is how we're getting clearer on what's right for you. Because, you know, also landing a job shouldn't be, it should be more like dating. Like we got to both fit each other, not like, oh, please, please take me, please take me. That is never going to last. You've got to love what you do, know that it matters, or else waking up every day is, you're not going to be looking forward to. You know, getting yourself to your your job. So you've landed on something you absolutely adore. I've landed on something I absolutely adore. But how we did it is to go within ourselves, go within our history, find that sweet spot of what we love to do, what our skills and talents are, what our gifts are, and then what the world wants and what they're willing to pay for, obviously. Um, and like, where is that sweet spot? And then what you already started to reveal in our big reveal today is, um, you know, developing that personal brand. So once you know these answers, you know so much more about yourself. Like this, you got to get to know yourself. I say this one thing, hopefully someday, it'll be a quote that people go, oh, Linda Booker said that. Um, Cause I do put it all over the place. But I say, when you wrap what you're doing and how you're doing it around who you are, success and happiness will meet you there. Mm. So- you got to know who you are, right? So it's all discovery and you're helping people discover, you know, how they can take their talents and package them into a personal brand and personal professional brand, basically. Right. And so that's the first thing that you mentioned. Um, and then um, you mentioned also like to be able to market themselves, right. To their target audience. So, cause you talked earlier about they're casting too wide of a net. So can you talk a little bit more about, you know, Instead of this wide net, what the, what should they be doing? Sure. So I think there's really three big steps when you're looking into making a career transition. And this is something that you can, the process you can use over and over again, because you'll probably make 
more than one career or job transition in your life. So the first is to figure out your personal brand or your professional brand. And the question I'd ask yourself for that, and it's a gut reaction question. So I would write down or say out loud the first things that come to mind. And the question I ask all of my clients is, what are three unique selling points that you bring to the table that no other candidate brings? Mm, yeah. And you just try to answer that question, just whatever comes up first, right? And then we'll dig into that a little bit. And that is the start of your brand. And so mm -hmm. when you come up with your three unique selling points, that's what you want to get across to anyone uh, throughout the job search process, throughout your resume, through your LinkedIn profile, through your cover letters, things like that. So one is develop your brand and figure out what that is. And then the marketing part comes when you're writing your resume and your LinkedIn profile, because you want to write for where you want to go and write for your target audience. Right. So like you're, you mentioned uh, someone who was an attorney, but didn't want to do litigation anymore, but was unsure uh, where, you know, like where their skills might translate. And I think a lot of skills are transferable, but you just have to write about them and talk about them in different ways. And so I have an example. So one of my first ever clients um, was in banking. He was in finance, but wanted to be in tech. And when I started working with him, I just asked what he had done in his job search so far. And he said, well, I've sent my resume out to over 300 job you know, postings, but I haven't received any interviews. I said, well, send me your resume. Let's take a look. And it turned out that it was a marketing issue. So we rewrote his entire resume and we rewrote it in the language, do you know what I mean, of tech. And he started sending it out and immediately got three interviews <laughs> and has got a new job in tech. And it, and it's it just kind of meant that he had all of the skills, right? But he just wasn't setting himself up to have that meet cute with the company. And I feel like it could be sort of like a like a rom-com, right? A meet cute where the company <laughs> puts out a job rack because they're looking for someone to solve this problem or this series of problems. And then you as the applicant just have to present yourself in a way that says, I'm the person for you, right? Mm -hmm. And then you can have a meet cute, you both interview each other and then maybe get to your happily ever after. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's great. So, and I think people don't think in terms of marketing. There's like get a job. They don't think in terms of marketing whatsoever. Um, and they don't think about <clears throat> personal brand. They just think skills. Here's my list of skills that I have. What's the list of skills they're looking for? But companies are looking for people to make a difference, right? Um, they're they're looking for putting the right people in the right job because that's how the company itself becomes more effective and more profitable ultimately. So mm -hmm. um, they want to know, they don't want to know what you know, they want to know what you can do. And yes, that's what, what people need to think in terms of like, what, what can I do for you? What, you know, how, and how do I do it? That's so unique. I love it that you brought up. That's the, your unique value proposition or UVP. I love that you brought that up. And then simple marketing concepts, speak to your target audience in a way that matters to them period. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's it, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we do in marketing our own businesses, right? We want to speak to our target audiences in a way that matters to them, not our own speak, like, but in what matters to them. So when you say, you know, write for where you want to be, that's exactly what you're doing. So that's beautiful. And then you also mentioned, I would love for you to elaborate on this, um, creating um, an efficient and effective job search strategy, right? And you talked mm -hmm. about using your time wisely. So can you elaborate on that for us? Yeah. So I think what's great about starting in the beginning is that if you start in the middle, you're casting a pretty wide net and using a lot of time, you know, kind of unfocused, but if you figure out your brand, you get your marketing, right. Right. So you're, you write your resume, your LinkedIn profile, like you already have the job you want and you speak to your target audience. 
then your job search strategy, you're going to be a lot more focused. And so you can spend time on much more effective things like doing the right networking, reaching out to the right people, you know, actually doing some time applying online, which you still should do, but it should be about 10% of your time. So I think a lot of times the job search strategy is all about figuring out who you are, where you want to go, and then, you know, keeping that focus and making it super, super easy for companies to find you and for hiring managers to identify you as a, as a really great candidate. So it's actually easier to job search if you're more focused than if you're super broad. Sure. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Really beautiful. So good. I think this has been really helpful, Anne. Um, So you, I know this is what your gift is, is helping people to develop their brand, to, um, you know, get be able to talk about themselves and get their resume and their LinkedIn profiles in alignment with where they want to be. Um, and to, you know, have a job search strategy to create one that is going to get them to where they want to be. So they can ultimately have this career in life that fits them that they enjoy. And that is beautiful. So I know that you have um, something that can help people get a little start. Cause I always like to leave people with, well, what can I do right now? Okay. This is big. This is a lot. What can I do just right now? One simple little step I can take to get me on this path that expert Anne Ryan has, has shared with me. Um, so what can they do? I would recommend doing the unique selling point exercise mm. and just, just get down those three things that you bring that no other candidate brings and start to think of that as your brand, right? And I also think it's good to fo- it's to focus you, but it's also focus your reader. It's mm-hmm. like trying to take a drink if you're standing in front of an open fire hose. There's so much coming at you, right? You can't you you can't take a drink from that. <laughs> but if you decide that this is your brand and then you're consistently showcasing that throughout the job interview and the job transition process, um, it's much easier for people to absorb information and recognize you as a great candidate. Beautiful. So they're going to answer this question. Everyone listening, you're going to answer these, this question about, you know, what makes you unique, three things, and you're going to write it in a way that someone else might want to hear it. Who's in the job that you want to be in. And then you're going to go to Anne's website because she's got a gift for you. So, Anne, tell us what you got. <laughs> I do. So if you go to anneireneryan.com, slash C-W-Y-W stands for conversations worth your while. So anireneryan.com slash C-W-Y-W. I put my resume template as a downloadable so you can download that. I recorded Mm -hmm. a short video of me walking you through the template. So please check that out. And then there's some other links at the bottom where you can book a free uh, 15 minute discovery call with me. Check out the group workshops that I have going on right now. And then if you want, you can even book a one-on-one coaching call. Oh, That's beautiful and um, generous and fabulous. And for people who are really, I think the people who are listening to this are the ones who are like, yeah, I'm all done spinning my wheels. So if you're all done spinning your wheels, definitely go to that link. I will put it into the the description below of, of this episode. So you will have that audience. You don't have to like go backwards and say, what was that link again? It'll be there for you. Um, Okay. So, um, Thank you, Anne. Um, Thank you for sharing your time with us today and all your expertise. You are making big, beautiful ripples in the world. 
and our ripples reach. That's why I call them ripples. They reach, reach, reach so far beyond just this one conversation can go so far, you know, so it's just so beautiful. I, I adore doing this. Thank you very much. Um, and thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, I'd also like to thank the audience, our audience for sharing your time with us today. Please subscribe and remember to check the description where you'll find all the free resources. Once again, I'm Linda Booker and I love helping people to discover their gifts and align their direction and their energy with those gifts so that they can get their gifts out to the world and make big, beautiful, positive, positive ripples. So until next time, Make sure you've made this conversation worth your while by sparking, or sorry, by fueling the spark that it ignited. Thank you and have a great day.